Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Fayez Nagor Sheikh. He is a learning and transformation expert and a people-focused leader. He's building organizational capabilities through innovation, human-centric solution design. Stuart Wiggins within Duna Advisors, where he offers fractional chief operating officer services and brings resources together to help scale your business. And Raquel Packets, the owner of Zen Freight Solutions, where they do third-party transportation, the founder of the podcast Trucker Talks, and the author of the soon-to-be-released second book, Unleashing Your Soul Level Magic, that will be coming out in March. The question I have for the three of you, how do you overcome nervousness? Fayez, you suggested this topic. I would love for you to kick us off. Thank you, Dr. Robin. This is something that is very close to my heart and I guess everyone's uh, personality that how do they get very nervous when it comes to the presentation. The first thing is being confident for yourself. Like it's okay to be nervous. Mm -hmm. Everyone does. And don't think that the other person is super intellectual or superseding than you. And you know that you, you are afraid of questions and so on. It's okay to be nervous. That's fine. The second thing is that I find is we often prepare on the subject. We never prepare on the audiences. When you go into corporate presentations, mm -hmm. like if you have five to 10 people, uh, need to understand what their role is, what the business objectives is that they're coming into, and how would they perceive my presentation? If I can get some sort of a background before I get into, that would really help. The third thing that I always keep is how to have very smooth way of cracking jokes. Start with an icebreaker or make fun of one or little things about yourself so that you can have that communication so easily because you're cracking jokes, you're comfortable, you're confident in front of your audience. And it gives you a lot of ability to actually navigate through the uh, subject that you really want to talk about. Fourth one is the storytelling part. If you have the storytelling, if you hook up to every key messages that you have from a storytelling perspective, you got your presentation. And then the rest of the things are questions. I love it. Thank you so much. Uh, so for me, I take a, a little bit more um, perspective approach. I, if I'm nervous going into like a meeting or just uh, to, to talk to someone, I take a minute and ground myself. I start with my breath work, really trying to bring myself into the present moment. And then I go to affirmations because usually I'm nervous because it's a uh, a thought loop that I have internally that I need to reorganize. And then third, I would say I, I check with somebody around me to help bring me to that perspective of, of how I'm being seen rather than how I feel like I'm being perceived. So I feel like with that, then I can really remind myself that it's okay to be nervous. We're all going to do new things and, and have those struggles, but um, to build that confidence internally. Uh, I think the first thing is you have to be prepared. And if it's going to be a presentation, but having said that, you have to have the ability to pivot because no matter how much you plan and plan and plan, somebody's going to ask a question, something's going to happen and you have to be able to pivot. So that's why preparation is key. I think it's one of the things I like to do if it's the presentation is I like to start out with a silent screen because, and basically that's just going <laughs> and getting all that nervous energy out. One of the cl best classes I ever took at undergrad was improvisation because improvisation allows you to think on your feet. And I will tell you throughout my career, 
I've seen more people fail because of their inability to answer a question that they're unprepared for. And mm. to me, the classic response is, I'm glad you brought that up, Bob. I've been meaning to bring it up, but let's get offline together so we can discuss it in greater detail. Mm. Bang. It takes the monkey off your back. So it, but there is another aspect of nervousness because I said, well, what if you went to the doctor's office and you were getting like some surgery or you're getting some dental work done? There is some nervousness there. I will tell you, I don't know how to get over that nervousness. <laughs> I do feel like nervousness isn't something I ever get over. It's something I work through. Mm-hmm. And I think some of the things that have helped me with nervousness is that it's something that you can feel, but other people can't necessarily see. So I always just believe nobody else knows I'm nervous. I also feel like when I learned to be able to say, I don't know the answer to that, I can look it up or let me think about that a minute. I'm, I don't have an answer right off the top of my head. When I learned that it was okay to say those things, a lot of my anxiety about Q&A periods in presentations or anything like that kind of evaporated because I don't have to know all the answers. I can say, I don't know, and that's okay. Those things have helped me when it comes to things like procedures and dentists and whatever, those are just power through. And I feel like it's a very different type of nervousness. Maybe that's something we can talk about because nervousness for me for a presentation is just kind of like butterflies and, oh, how is this going to be? Nervousness for like a medical procedure is much more, I would go all the way into anxiety. I wouldn't even call that nervousness, I don't think. That's where I would go back to my breath work. I get very nervous going to the dentist. It's just one of those fears of mine. So Mm -hmm. I have to really ground myself and make sure that I'm present walking into that position. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it was just me that I've never got nervous when I used to go to my dentist. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky you. You can get nervous talking to people too, like your spouse or your child. And I don't, I think there's a certain amount of it that is healthy. So we are right now recording episode 427 of Quick Hits. And still, every time before I come on a Quick Hits, I have a certain amount of, is everybody going to show up? Do I know what the topic is? Am I going to be able to say their names? Am I going to be able to make this conversation flow? I think that's normal. I mean, I've done it for two years, like five of them a week. And I still get that every single time. Robin, is that nervousness? Or is that just checking all the boxes to make sure that you are prepared to record this? Mm. I mean, so, so maybe really what we need is a working definition of what nervousness is. There is that angst about preparation. I think I looked at nervousness as something deeper inside of you because mm. it's the unexpected. That's why we're nervous when we go to the doctor because we don't know about a procedure. But if you're doing a presentation, the only unexpected is somebody's going to ask you a question that you didn't expect that you're unprepared for. And we've already talked about how to get beyond that. So as long as you know that you can face that, there's no reason to get nervous. Just be yourself, tell your stories, make them laugh Mm. and engage the group. And And most audiences don't have hecklers. So that's good. There is another element of being nervousness in the corporate world because most of the time when you prepare a presentation, there are multiple people and you have collusion of different stories for the same storyline. And then one person gets to do the presentation Mm -hmm. and that person has to own the stories of the other person. And that is, then that person kind of breaks the flow 
in between when the story is being told during the presentation. So my, my thing is I always make sure that if I am doing the presentation, I prepare it. Mm. I put together the slides. I have my own stories and then go and do it. If you want to tell the story, you're welcome. Share the stage. I'll hand it over to you. That's it. But most of the time in corporate world, it's like, oh, you can do it. It's just one slide and two slides and then kind of stumble around like, no, that's that's not happening. So I think that is also more important that taking someone's story and talking about it, talking through it, that brings a lot of nervousness. And every time you have this quick hits, there are some element that is new. You don't know who Fayaz is, but I spoke to him a couple of times before perfect, fine, great guy, but then I need to know how it is going to be. So that's always the element of newness. And that's where it breaks. That reminds me of a time I was up on a stage and someone was really giving me a hard time. And I finally just said to her, are you really going to argue with me right now in the middle of this presentation? And Mm. she said, well, yes, you're wrong. And I said, well, that's fine. We can take that offline, but I'm not doing this right now from the stage because everybody else doesn't need to hear it. So I'm going to continue with my presentation. You can find me after. And I just put my foot down like really aggressively. The audience gave me a round of applause. (laughs) Rightfully so. so. I've been most nervous because I I was an athlete in high school and college. And I was always nervous before an event. Mm -hmm. Because no matter how much you prepare, you really don't know what the outcome's going to be. There's the nervousness about the first hit or the first move. So that's more nervousness that I can't control except through preparation. Mm -hmm. But that's why I say it takes a definition of what nervousness is as as we approach this topic. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for alleviating my nervousness about this conversation today. And that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to cut us off there. Thank you so much. I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.